Do you love the podcast and want to hear more? Do you sometimes wish it was more than once a week? Well, guess what? I actually record every three to four days for the High Vibe Book Club. I have a question for you. How many hours a day do you spend mindlessly scrolling on your phone or mindlessly watching Netflix? When was the last time you read a book that changed a crappy habit that you have or a limiting belief keeping you stuck? That is where I come in. Think of me as your personal trainer for self-development books. Anyone can buy a self-development book and leave it sitting on their shelf for months collecting dust while you stay stuck with the same crap holding you back. In the High Vibe Book Club, we choose incredible and diverse books for each month as I coach you through each chapter and exercise. I keep it real, I keep it no fluff, and I keep it entertaining, bringing you into an amazing community of High Vibe people that will hold you accountable. You need to make a choice. Do you want to stay the same or do you want to evolve into your true, authentic, high vibe self? Someone who doesn't give a crap about what other people think about them. Someone who knows they are worthy and deserving of anything they want out of life. What are you waiting for? Reading one chapter every couple of days leads you to 12 books a year. Imagine how much knowledge you will have. Get ready to get through the crap holding you back in your finances, love life, family and friends, and most importantly, your mindset. Change your mindset, change your life. Once you become a member, you have full access to the High Vibe Archive so you can sign up anytime and do any book that you would like at your own pace. I recommend you buy the book, you follow the calendar pacing guide, and listen as I summarize each chapter, go through the exercises with you, and share my strategies, experiences, and ideas. Or you can read along in real time with the group. We choose one book a month and start on the first. Simply sign up wherever you see the link. I have it in my Instagram bio, YouTube description, or in the show notes of this podcast episode. There is also a private community in the membership portal, so you're never alone in this journey. And lifelong friendships will be made. Join today and your future self will thank you. Imagine where you will be in three months, six months, or even a year from now. Your best high vibe authentic self is waiting for you. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to talk to you today because today is I think, is this going to be? No, it's not going to be the absolute last gratitude episode. I'm not quite sure though. I like to plan um, my podcast talks kind of last minute. Um, It's like whatever I feel like I need to talk about, I talk about. So I don't really know what next week's going to be about, but it is going to be November. So we'll see. But this week we're focusing on turning a word that scares so many people, a word that I've actually gotten backlash for using on YouTube, interestingly enough, and a word that I want you to think about um, how you feel 
when I say this word, when we discuss this word, when we talk about the word. But I did want to connect with you and say, if you're listening to this live Monday morning, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., on the day it comes out, which is November 22nd, 2021, I have not posted on Instagram in, I think, four days. So I'm just going to give a little heads up on what's going on in my life and how my observation went, because I had an observation on Thursday, and I want to discuss how it went with you all. And this is a perfect, perfect episode to talk about my observation and to talk about how it went very interesting. I love how that just played out. But I just came from out of town. I'm filming this, you guys, at 11 p.m. Sunday night, <laughs> November 21st. Yes. And you know what? That's just how it goes. And I'm loving it. I'm digging it. But anyways, just spent a lovely weekend with family and friends for a Friendsgiving. It was great. So much fun. I do work tomorrow, so I work Monday and Tuesday, which is new to me because I'm used to having the whole week off for Thanksgiving. And I'm not upset that I work tomorrow, actually. I'm just like, cool, tomorrow will be easy. Tuesday will be easier. Um, But I do want to say how my observation went in depth, because why not? So on Thursday, that was my observation, I think about 10 o'clock. Anyways, I was doing a lesson about naming and explaining emotions, like being able to identify emotions based upon facial expression and body language. So that was like the main objective of the lesson. Um, Again, I have six students and I teach a, a behavior class, essentially. Like I really teach these kids how to manage their behavior. That is my job. But anyways, I do the lesson and my VP literally told me that I was a saint. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like she told me that at the end of my observation. Like, you know, I just appreciate stuff like that. I appreciate it because I know the opposite of that. So, um, yeah, that was really nice. That was a lovely compliment. I will accept that. And, um... I had my post and my VP's like, so how'd you like the lesson? And I was like, it was okay. And it's just so funny because she said it was great. It was amazing. And I know it was. I know it was. But me, myself, I don't know why I'm like this, but I am. I am just like, it could have done better. Like I could have tweaked something to make it better. I could have tweaked this to make it better. And and so I told my VP and she was just like, oh, that's so funny because um, like pretty much everyone's like that. And I'm like, oh, that's so funny because I guess like the whole school has that mentality like, oh, I could d- have done this better, integrated this more or like, you know, I feel like teaching and especially creating lessons on your own for your observations or in general is like so creative in itself that you just want to perfect it more. It's kind of like a recipe. That's what I get. Like when you cook this homemade recipe and you're like, no, it needs more dash of this or sweetness or whatever. That's how I feel teaching is. And anyways, it was funny. It was great. She said it was fabulous. She said it was really, really great. And yeah, it was so easy. 
so much easier than what I've had in the past. And I'm just so grateful. I am so grateful. We are in the month of November and November is all about giving thanks, being grateful. And the question I have for you today is, when was the last time that you sat down, took out a journal page, piece of paper, and wrote down why you are grateful for a failure that you had? There's the word failure. When was the last time that you looked at a failure or even a mistake, really analyzed it and thought, wow, this, I'm so grateful this happened because of reasons X, Y, Z. Most of the time, people tend to run away from failure, thinking about the failure, thinking about the mistake that they made. They want to run away from it. They want to run away, pretend it doesn't exist, and then you alter yourself based upon that mistake because you never viewed it in a way to heal it in a sense. Instead of feeling the feelings of that mistake or that failure, instead of just sitting with it and taking in that emotion and being okay with that emotion, people tend to not even want to think about it or relive it because they can't handle feeling uncomfortable. They can't handle feeling uncomfortable. The best saying I've ever heard, one of my favorites is, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. When we are uncomfortable or in a new situation, a new environment, we're doing something new for the first time. If we are not calm, as in if our nervous system is not calm, if you are in fight or flight mode, you are going to view being uncomfortable with being unsafe. And it's like, Oh, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't. It's just when you are able to be calm in your body, to be fully present, to just be, being uncomfortable means that you are growing and you acknowledge that and you accept it and you take the lessons that you learn from it, which means trying new things, meeting new people. The quote says, a quote that I absolutely love is, Nothing killed creativity more than being comfortable. I probably did not say that quote right. I probably didn't even say the quote correctly, but I think you guys know what I mean. Nothing kills creativity more than being like comfortable, content, and not in a good way. Like I like to view life as being so in the present that I am able to read off my environment and that environment tells me if I am like in alignment or if I'm at my best high vibe self because I take it all in. You're able to when your body is calm, when your nervous system is regulated, when you are not in the fight or flight mode. So I had a YouTube comment that really made me think and I have had such a issue in the past of this is a pattern that I'm overcoming currently, but I used to have such a problem with any type of negative feedback I got on my YouTube videos. And 
I was pretty vulnerable um, in this past summer, like looking for a job, teaching interview, answers and questions. And one of the comments was like, it said, I would appreciate it. Or if you were my child's teacher, I would have a problem with how many times you say the word failure. I don't want my kids to hear the word failure like so often. And I thought that was so interesting. I was like, that is so interesting because if you never hear the word failure and you're kind of like programmed to be afraid of failure to where, oh, we don't say that word. We do not say the failure word. It's like, you're going to have this um, idea that it is a bad word. But anyways, the point is you give value to everything in your life. So that really made me understand the value of being okay with failure, being okay with making a mistake, being okay with feeling a little awkward sometimes, and really being able to laugh about it, laugh about it to yourself. Sometimes I, (laughs) when sometimes I make myself laugh with like how I feel in the moment, if that makes sense. Like sometimes I'm like, why the, like, why am I feeling all weird right now? And then I kind of like make a joke about it. Like, that's how I feel like we should kind of look at failure. Look at failure as, oh my gosh, that was so dumb. Or that was just weird. Or, you know, kind of look at it as that and see the lessons that you take away from it. Um, I'm really understanding, or I just, it hits it hit me so hard um to hear other like business owners and people who have created their own business that they say you cannot have success without failure you cannot build the business that you dream of without failure because failure literally like pokes you in the right direction every time you fail you say oh okay i failed because of this i'm not going to do that again I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to move on and I'm going to do better. Now, when you do fail at something, when you do make a mistake, this is what is so important. It is okay to feel low when you do make a mistake in the present moment, when you do make like a failure move or, you know, in the moment, it's okay to feel the upset the sad, the low vibe energy. It's okay to feel that. You should be feeling that in your life. That's what life's about. Life is about feeling emotions and just questioning them and continuing on your way. Your feelings literally tell you like what's going on at, on such a deeper level. So really pay attention to your feelings. And if you are feeling low because you are thinking about a past failure, that's okay. You just need to heal it. Give it love. Give that failure love. And that's what we're doing today with thinking about all the grateful things that came out of that failure. So I'll do a little bit. I'll do a little bit. Okay. I'm going to do it. So a huge, one of the biggest failures of my life, one of the biggest ones was getting not hired my first year teaching. I didn't get rehired my first year teaching. 
I let that wear, like I played that role for far, like a very long time until I finally realized, okay, this, I understand, like I'm not overcoming this failure. I'm letting this failure be my identity. And I sat down and I did this practice of being grateful for the failure that I made in my life. And I was able to write down 10 things in depth of every little thing that I am so grateful for, for experiencing that. I experienced things that I could never have without it. So for example, um, let's, okay, so for example, they were not very fond of the fact that I had a YouTube channel. And um, I didn't know that until I wasn't rehired. And then I really, it hit me. And I wouldn't have known this if I didn't experience this. If they would have said, you need to quit YouTube, you need to quit your YouTube channel in order to stay hired here, if they gave me that choice, I would have said no. And that was very interesting to me because I dealt with a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt of I shouldn't have had a YouTube channel. What was I thinking? Why did I do it? What is going... Like, I began to really question myself. But then at the end of the day, I knew deep down my why. It's all part of, like, the greater plan or, like, the bigger picture of things. And I knew I wouldn't have given that up for a job, honestly. Like, no. (laughs) So it was, that's just something I never would have, like, got to experience is, you know, the whole thing. And I'm just really grateful for it. And I'm here today, and I did not think I would, I mean, I did. I knew I would overcome this big old freaking hurdle I had to overcome, um, but it did take time and I'm able to talk about it now. I'm able to talk about it as in, I understand it. I digested it. I healed from it. I learned from it. So this is such a powerful practice and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to feel the feelings. That is good. Please feel the feelings, feel them, but then grow from them and learn from them. Don't let your emotions take over you. That's what I think um, happens sometimes. When we hear like buzzwords that we don't like, we automatically think, oh no, nope, unsafe. Nope, 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 unsafe. Um, And now it's so funny. I think about that when I hear words that, when I hear the words that kind of like trigger me in a way and I question them, it just is so funny how we run on autopilot until we become aware of what we're doing. It is quite fascinating. So we are able to literally turn shit into gold. And you do that through gratitude. You do that through being grateful for it. You can literally take any situation and turn it into a lesson learned because everything in this world 
is neutral. Everything is neutral. So things only hold meaning to the person who thinks those things. So that means that we have choice. We have choice how we want to view the things that have happened to us and things that we have learned from. We have choice to hold that in a more powerful light, learn from it, and hold it and heal it and truly like use it to help us evolve. We have the choice to view it in that way or we have the choice to think about the failure or the mistake and get triggered by it and shut down and get stuck in that trigger. The whole point is to become enlightened by it. Like think about how has this helped me? How am I in a just so grateful to have this happen to me? Like I'm so grateful for where I am. I like to think of failures as your life is a book. Your life is a book. And me personally, I love learning about people's stories. I love learning about where people came from, um, what they did for, you know, fun, all this background. I love learning and hearing about failures, but people overcoming them, people using it not as a label to label themselves, but more as a piece to their story, a a way of explaining this piece of failure as this is the missing piece I needed to help me reach this. Because without this, I never would have learned X, Y, Z. Or this piece of failure helped me reach my truest potential. Failure helps you reach your full potential. We just need to learn from them. And when we're grateful for them, we're essentially being grateful for the lessons that we learned by them. And that is why this practice is so powerful. You're essentially healing this sense of yourself that you used to think was a failure and like a bad thing. You kind of like shadowed yourself. And you're when you're able to bring light to that by shining on gratitude and learning and healing from it and just truly accepting it, that is what like healing and self-development is all about. So after I became unhired or unhired, after I did not get rehired, um, I found out the day, two days actually, before I was leaving for Miami. And I, so funny enough, I just love this. I really do. Um, I connected with a bunch of YouTuber, teacher YouTubers on Instagram. It's the coolest thing. Cause I, you know, they helped motivate me. Like they inspired me to join YouTube and to know it was okay. Like I could do it. Like it's cool. And they reached out to me and I joined their like group on Instagram and I was invited to go to Miami for an impact driven teaching conference. And then two days before I left for Miami, I found out I wasn't being rehired. And it's so great because I was just reading this yesterday. I journaled all throughout that trip because I knew I I knew that this was not like, I knew this was the piece of failure that was going to lead me in the path that I needed to go on. I knew it. 
So I really documented it. But anyways, in Miami, I was a little distraught, you know, questioning what the hell, like, what's going on? Why did I just lose my job? Like, what is happening? I'm in Miami with amazing people, like, doing amazing things. Like, so conflicting. Like, what is going on? And it was, I think it was like a Saturday night. We were able to go out to Miami and like walk around and, you know, go to bars and like have a good time in Miami with each other. It was great. And we stopped at a bar and we were just sitting, talking, and I connected with CJ Reynolds, um, with, uh, Real Rap with Reynolds. And he, I told him about what happened, you know, like what the heck is going on. And he literally said, wow, like, this is your story to tell. Like, this is your story. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that is, I love that. That is genius advice. How are you going to write your story? Are you going to let this mistake eat you? Or are you going to use it to uplift and empower not only you, but other people? People around you, people in your circle, you're able to inspire others. And teachers have such a powerful role in your students' lives. You are able to be vulnerable with your students. If you're able to teach students to be okay with failing and being okay with making mistakes and even having a discussion with them on how to be okay with making mistakes and failures. Bring up this gratitude of let's be grateful for it because it literally shapes us to be the people that we truly are, our true authentic selves. And I think there's so much power in that because I could have just quit YouTube I could have quit. I could have been, no, 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 (laughs) no. I could never. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And it's just so funny because failure literally points you into the direction of what you really want. When you get clear on what you don't want, think about what you want. It's the opposite. If you were to write a book about your life, what would you want it to say? What would you want us to say? I love it. I love thinking like that. That is so powerful. Okay, it's your turn now. It is your turn to turn shit into gold. You are going to think of one mistake slash failure. It could be literally anything. And I want you to sprinkle some gold on that. I want you to turn the shit into gold. I want you to look at the shit and I want you to think about all the things that make this shit great. Sit down, get out a journal. I highly suggest everyone journals. It is the best. And get out your journal, write it out, write it out, list it out. Think of 10 things why you are grateful for this thing that happened to you as a failure, quote unquote right? Because failure slash lesson learned. So sit down, get out journal, piece of paper. And really when you're writing everything you're grateful for, for this failure or mistake, really open your heart, 
Feel the emotions you feel when you think about this failure slash mistake. Feel it. Write with it. Express it in your writing. And then turn that shit into gold. (laughs) Turn the poop into gold. Feel it. Embrace it. Love it. Learn it. That is how you feel the emotions. Embrace it. No, feel it, embrace it, love it, and learn it. I'm going to write that down. Well, I hope this episode found you and left you feeling empowered. Thank you, every single person, for listening to this week's show. If you loved it, please leave me a review. It helps me reach more teachers. Um, Also, share to anyone who you may think that finds this information helpful. They don't have to be teachers, whoever you may think. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at High Vibe Teaching, same as YouTube. Join the membership if you want to connect on an even deeper level. And I will see you in next week's show. Have a fantastic week. Really think about on Thanksgiving, soak in everything. Soak it in and enjoy. Thank you all so much. I'll see you next week. And remember, Becoming High Vibe has changed my life and it is going to change yours too. All right, bye.